Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo. Yo. All right. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm great, man. So, Sonka and I were playing a little game earlier uh, because I saw somebody else playing it. I, you know, shocking, didn't come up with this. Yeah, I we saw, stole it. saw somebody doing it online last night. And I, I mean, it's sad, but also it, it's, it's, you, you have to laugh at some point. I okay. mean, it doesn't start off being funny, but as I watch people do this longer and longer, it, it becomes comical. They're trying to. Come up with a place, like a, a, you know, a well-known place, uh, maybe a chain of any type of business around the country, where there hasn't been a shooting. So <laughs> no one knows, uh, neither person playing. It's not like I put together a list and I ask you, was there or wasn't. You just come up with a name, and I'll Google it, you know, the, the business, plus shooting, and we'll see if there's been a shooting. So Snowcone threw out Chuck E. Cheese first, which I knew was a loser. I mean, there's I, been I, multiple I knew there shootings. had to have been one, but... The next one he gave out was Victoria's Secret. I... Google that. There was one in July. It's something about a, a, a gunman taking a hostage in Florida or something in July of 2023. Uh, the next one, I think, was uh, what I we just out, did was Hooters. I, I threw out Hooters. Hooters. I yeah. thought maybe, you yeah. know. Looks what like about, there's been more uh, than one. What about Build-A-Bear? I was going to oh, say that, too. Um, yeah. Okay. So I think kids friendly. I think you know? I, I like kindergarten. I think I already know the yeah. answer to this one, but I'll look it up here. Um, because... Well, hold on. I, 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 I searched it here. I don't see anything yet. But Ooh. the reason I thought I knew the answer to this one is because I'm almost certain that when I watch these other people play the game, they did Build-A-Bear. And that was one of the ones that was shocking to them that there was a shooting at a Build-A-Bear. Oh, wait. What's this? Come on. There couldn't have been one. Oh, a family fun day at Build-A-Bear turns into terrifying. Let me click on this. <laughs> no. uh, it turns into a terrifying moment after shooting. Uh, Jesus Damn Christ. It. Yep. That okay, was in, what else? Uh, um, what do you got? Like, Wichita, Kansas, actually, looks like is where that happened. Where would there not be a shooting in the U.S.? 
I mean, good luck, because I've... There's got to be something. Applebee's. Okay. Uh, hey, it's the neighborhood. You're right. All right. Here we go. What do you think, Snow Cone? I, I think there's got to be. It's Applebee's. How long ago do you think? What's the most recent I, I one I can find? I think this year. I think this year. Man gunned down in a shootout at Gwinnett County Applebee's. That's July 18, 2023 from Georgia. Oh, Man is knew dead it, knew it. after an apparent shootout. At the um, Applebee's. Happened on a Monday night. What else? I don't have to go back far to Let's find see what one Twitch before is that. Saying. March of 2023. Looks like there was a, a shooting at an Applebee's. Uh, someone said Hobby Lobby. Okay. Now that is a good guess. Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory. Hobby I Lobby. I think there's one at Hobby Lobby. There's got to be. You think? Yeah, I even mean, if it's an accident. It, okay, hold on. OKC police identified suspect victim in deadly Hobby Lobby. Ah, come uh, on. Chick-fil-A? There was a shooting. I wanted to make sure it actually said shooting and not deadly something else. There was a shooting. Where was this? Oklahoma City. All right, what would you say? Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A. I'm just going off what Twitch is saying here. You know, I think the thing about Chick-fil-A is most people are going through the drive-thru, so that might help it a bit, but there's also a lot the of people that are hungry. The drive Ah, wow. Okay, yeah, there's, there's more than one. You got uh, uh, shooting at Augusta Chick-fil-A. Okay. You got Colorado um, man sentenced for shooting. Uh, Red Lobster. Okay, Red Lobster shooting. Everybody's having those big, fuzzy, Yeah, you should be in a good drink. mood there. You're in a good mood. You're until eating, you get the check. You're eating biscuits. Let's see. Red Lobster shooting. And I don't actually know if I'm doing this correctly. I'm just searching for... The name plus shooting. I think that's what they were doing. Okay, here you go. Red Lobster shooting. Uh, someone charged. That was in Wisconsin. Looks like there may be another one here. There was There was one in Atlanta. Okay, Krispy Kreme. Okay, Krispy Kreme. Now, who can be in a bad mood there? Right. Me. It's early in the morning. People are slow. I've almost shot someone there. Yeah. All right, let's see. You don't have a gun. <laughs> no, I mean, but if I did, <laughs> that's if why I, I don't have one. What if happened? Right. That's why I haven't had my coffee yet. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, it looks like there's more than one. I say extra cream, and she goes, how much is cream? extra cream? I'm like, well, how much do you usually put in there? Mm. She's like, four. And I'm like, to make it six, that would be extra. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm about I, to lose my cool in this line. I found a story from eight days ago. I don't know exactly what these details are, but there's definitely one from June of this year. Okay, Again, Twitch one dead, says, one injured um, shooting at Cold Stone. Okay, Cold Stone. Hmm. I don't know. Are there a lot of those? Yeah. yeah. That's like a national chain, right? Yeah, Cold Stone. Uh, Creamery? Creamery, is that what it's yep. called? Okay. Shooting. Here we go. This, this was one from Twitch. Ah! D- oh, wait! Wait, wait, wait! This was for injured after SUV drives into a mm. uh, uh, cold stone. Did we anyone get shot it. after that? Oh, now, hold on just a second. Of course, my internet's doing exactly what it did yesterday. It's starting to freeze up. But driving into it does not count. That's not what we're asking. Cold stone employee loses three fingers on the job, but from what... Um, what do you mean shot in the hand? Well, I would hope not, but you never know because I typed in shooting, lost three fingers, cleaning ice cream machine. Okay, I I we think someone someone might have gotten this with that the was, cold stuff. Uh, who was that on Twitch here? What about? Well, we already said Hobby Lobby, so I'm shocked. Sure. What about? I was going to say Michaels. What about Michaels? Okay, hold on. I just want to see. Everybody's nice and Michaels. I, I, I Millie find... Bobby on Twitch. Oh, hold on, hold on. I, I, a Detroit story here. Uh, wait, Gross Point, Cold Stone Creamery customer assaults clerk, grab things. Okay, doesn't look like weapons were fired. I, I think, think we might I have a might, winner I think we might get with one. this uh, Cold Stone thing. Sorry, what was the next one that you said? Michaels. Uh, Michaels, okay. Reading business. Oh, man, I think someone might actually be able to find a Cold Stone shooting if they keep searching. Michaels uh, shooting. It's just called Michaels, right? Mm-hmm. It's spelled normal. Oh, man, connection and shooting. Um, yo, God, 
This is from... This can't be right. Oh, you know the problem with this, I'll bet, is because it's searching for the name Michael. So it's probably going to give me anything with Michael in it. That's exactly what it's doing. I was like, there can't be that many shootings at Michael's. I'd have to dig through here for a while to see. Well, we can try something else. It's tough, right? What was the one that I saw uh, someone do? Someone said uh, uh, Office Depot, and there had been one recently, which I guess I'm not shocking. But then someone said... uh, Office Depot is a good guess because there's nobody in there. There's nobody there. That's what (laughs) I thought. Especially if you're trying to play the game for like, all right, can't be one in the last two years, the last five years, because it's impossible to find one where it's never happened. But... uh, what was the, oh zoomies? I, I think I told Snow Coney that that they said zoomies and they thought for sure this guy was like that. Which I was like I don't even know they're still around, but uh, at least on the thing I watched it looked like they were Panera. Able to find Panera. No one gets shot in Panera. My friend just texted me from Panera. He's complaining about something. Okay, Panera shooting. Well, let's see. Oh, son reveals details about shooting. Ah, Panera, two deputies killed. Suspect dead. At a Panera? At Maryland Panera shooting. Oh. Yeah. And it looks like there's maybe more than one story here. So you got the cops. That's the big one because two cops were killed. Yeah, the Maryland one's the big one. But then there may be another one here. Actually, wait a second. How long ago was this? Is this from a couple days ago? This is the other thing. You search this stuff and you expect it to be from years ago. Okay, 2016. Okay. Good. Because I saw something from two days ago. Maybe they updated something. Two deputies killed in lunchtime shooting. Man. Toys R Us. Oh, I think, I think I tried this. I can't be certain, but I'm pretty That's sure I tried guess. this. Which I heard. Although at Christmas bringing, time, it could be rough. Yeah. I heard they're bringing Toys R Us, uh, at least one, back. maybe a couple, back to a couple malls for Christmas nice. or something. They, they ah, two a, people dead in Toys R Us shootings. They did a Toys R Us pop-up stores before. Maybe that's what it was. Mm. I, I think like that's they, what they started was. doing them. I think it's a pretty smart idea that, like, uh, yeah. they looked at it and they're like, "Oh, we could do this for like the Spirit Halloween thing." Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Sense. And do it for Christmas. I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, God! They've even released the 911 audio from the fatal Toys R Us shooting. I don't need to hear that. Cirillas. Oh, that's local, right? I don't know how yeah, to spell that. Well, I don't know what a national sex store shop is. I don't either. Um, Orange Julius, Dairy Queen. Okay, Orange Julius yeah, is They're all going to be in the mall, so that's going to count. Yeah. yeah. But if you can get one to pop up in the headline, let's yeah, see. Yeah, but still, if it's in a mall. Um, yeah, looks like one happened in Pennsylvania. Damn. Okay. Hmm. It's not easy, right? It's not. Mm. I mean... It, that's what I'm saying. You you want to laugh because it's so absurd that you can't find a place. Toys R Us, like, nah, sorry, you know. <laughs> oh, man. It's, just, it's Bad. Just so easy to believe. Panera, ah, cops dead, shooting, yeah. Maryland. I mean, you really can't, can't find Old anything. Old Country Buffet. Okay, now we're on to something. Old Country Buffet. Any and other guesses not, on that? that uh, other buffet place. Any uh, other guesses on uh, Twitch? That you like. Uh, yeah, we got a few on Twitch. We got... Uh, Damn. A lot of people are going local. We're thinking. Wait a second, November sixteenth. That's yesterday. These I don't trust. You. A pregnant woman was put on life support after Someone a Missouri mall shooting. Oh, that's something different. Okay, there's no country, old country. Hold on, we might have something here with old. Country leave buffet. my grandma out of this Twitch. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Old country <laughs> buffet. Shot. Old country buffet. Someone t- uh, charged with tax evasion. Two suspects in custody after. Uh, no, that's at the Oak Park Mall. Laszlo, I think you might have Boom. something here with Old Country Buffet. Yeah, it's just old people. They don't have guns. 
Well, but you know, the other thing too is if there's a lot of them. I, I just feel like if there's a lot of them, then it's probably happened because it's America. So I thought when you said old country buffet, I'm like, ah, eh, there's just there's so many of them, and a lot of people do go there. Oh no, sorry. Um, dishwasher convicted of murder in old country buffet. In one, that's what it says. In one, it says in old country buffet. There, Wow. It was a slain at the Old Country Buffet. Uh, Ryan T. Jones sentenced today to life in prison with no chance of parole after jury found him guilty of first-degree murder and the brutal death of his supervisor at Old Country Buffet. Mm. Damn, man. It's, it's this truly country, impossible. Man. This country is yeah. great. Yeah, look at that. Wonderful. This I mean, country you is great. You, you can come up with games like this and play them all day, never find a winner. What was the one that we hadn't found yet? Dick's. Hold Stone Creamery. Yeah, I was going to go back. I'm going to circle back around to that. Dick's Sporting Goods. They sell guns there. Right? Yeah, that's they, why maybe not. Yeah, maybe they're like, hey, yeah. we better not. Yeah. Let's see. Dick's Sporting Goods shooting. Oh, what happened with, no, police identify man who killed someone and shooting. Ah, Dick's Sporting Goods. Damn. Damn. It was a Black Friday thing in yeah. D.C. Man. Man. God, you this really is sick. I mean, I can't Cold believe Stone is this. The only, it's got to be the only place in the country. I mean, we've gone from kids to places that sell guns. Right. So it's like, right. you know, I, I, both of the extremes of like what could work. I mean, right. when Build a Bear, I thought as a guess, sure. that's yeah. not like you, you know, you didn't plant that one. You really thought you had a winner there, as you should, by the way. I it's really Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's. Okay. I like Jimmy John's. Oh, wait. Now, you know what? I don't know that that gun was discharged. There was that robbery at the one here, and that video went viral nationally. But I don't think did he shoot anybody at that one? Remember that in Westport yeah, Snowcone where the guy that. fought with the gunman? Nobody still live right by that one. Mm. Uh yep. Yeah. Okay, Jimmy Johns. Where did this one happen? Uh this is some local station. W T A E looks like uh Ooh. Pennsylvania again. This is morbid, but La Petite. What's that? Is, is that, that national? preschool? I don't think so. I mean, it could be, but it's, uh, yeah, it's the like preschool, preschool thing. I, yeah. I didn't know if it was national or not. I, I, I don't know. It could be. I I'll had to go there, there once when I was bit. a kid. La Petite, is it called? God, this is this one I actually feel kind of sick about. Even yeah, I know. It's really about. morbid. Oh, my God. Of course. Woman shoots of at daycare. All right, that's enough. In Memphis. Right. Wait a second. Is this real? This game sucks. This game does suck. I can't believe this. Well, I guess so far the person who guessed Cold Stone, I'm going to go do some digging. But if not, guess what I've got on me? I've got an Applebee's gift card for you <laughs> right here. Nice. Hook it up, Snelly Bobby. The Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! All right, what's going on? Big weekend, huh? What do you mean? Well, the rematch. Rematch of the century. Chiefs and the Eagles, right? Oh, right. Okay. And then you've got, uh, you know, your, your, I guess it's not the most. The most important is coming up next week, but one of your most important games for your college That kind of thing's turning into a clown team. show today. And that's become uh, quite, a, quite a national for the whole story. thing. Mm-hmm. Wait, what happened? Harbaugh suspended. They fired a linebackers coach today. Suspended for how long? Well, he so he'd the originally been games. suspended okay. for those. What was it? Was it three originally? Well, he was suspended at the beginning of the year f- for three, and then they came back and said we're going to suspend you for three at the end of the year, and then they said they were going to fight it, and now okay, he All just said the, okay, I'll take it, right? Because he was not at the last game; he had to watch right. somewhere else. But then everyone seemed to think around the time that he did that press conference, everything I read, they were heavily implying that Michigan would probably be successful in, in their, their petition yeah. 
to uh, get him to be at these games because you've got 1,000th win potentially, right? Yeah. They've, they've got 999 wins. So that's, right that's so a, this big, will be a big deal. 1,000 is when the most, yeah, the first team to 1,000. And oh, they're the first team to a thousand. Yeah. Oh, well, that makes it even bigger. Obviously, I didn't realize that. Then you've got a perfect season on top of that. Then Ohio State. Yeah. After he, that, he's not gonna be there for and, any of them. And Michigan's he's beat Ohio, Ohio State. State. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think. I mean, though, it's all big news. But I feel like the fact that they're undefeated plus the thousand thing, and then the cherry on top or the turd on top, however you look at it, is that he won't be at the Ohio State game. Right. And then today. They fired the linebackers coach, which means, you know, they think he uh, was. I don't know if they think he was involved, but they, from what I read, they think he told people what to say. So once there was an investigation, I think the universe, like, we've been under these before, right? Uh, they, whoever's in charge comes out and said, hey, don't talk about this to anybody, right? Yeah. Don't erase anything. Don't do anything. And I think what they found out is this linebackers coach talked to players. And was like, yo, don't say anything. Shut your mouth. And so they fired him. What about the stuff that was going around, like the video that you and Snowcomb posted a couple weeks ago? Of the, you know, some of the theories about the sign stealing and that maybe someone thought that they should bring this to light, a, 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 an opponent, right? Yeah, there was rumors that it was Ohio State who did it, but I guess it doesn't matter now if they did except, because you caught them. Except that I thought that in you know, that theory, that original theory was, if it came to light that that happened in this you know, investigation – was underway, it could reveal stuff about them too, right? Right. That other teams were doing the same things. Right. And I don't think it's the, I I don't think the scouting's such a big deal. I really don't. I think that uh, that's probably, I mean, it's a big deal, but I don't think it's as big of a deal. I think there's got to be more to happen. It's likely not over. What's this, what's the uh, scouting thing? So, I mean, I'll just make it quick because it's probably boring to people, but so... There is a guy on their team, a coach named Connor Stallions. That guy bought tickets to games and then sent friends to the games and had them videotape the sidelines of opponents. Now, this is, I mean, I don't think he's admitted to that, but they have enough proof that you can say, like, they're like, yeah, we know we bought tickets. He used Venmo to buy them, whatever. Uh, And then other people said, yeah, no, he sent me to the game and had me videotape the sidelines. Then he would take those, match them up, and then go on the field, and then he would be the guy who read the other team's signs on the field. So that you're, so now the crazy part of that is you're allowed to steal signs. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to do that through, uh, in, like, uh, TV broadcasts. You're allowed to match them up. You're allowed to use any video or anything. But, and you're allowed to send people to games as long as they're not employees. Mm-hmm. These guys aren't employees. Which I didn't even know that you weren't allowed to send them when they were employees. All of this. But you're not allowed to tape them. Yeah. Which so that's where it's everything. like, okay, now it what are we doing? It would be suspicious in 2023 because right. back you know, 25 years ago, you they bring They wrote a, the law in 1994. Right. And you bring a camcorder, a people camcorder, notice that. Right, of course. So it makes more sense. Like, oh, why is this person? It, they're going to have to hide it. It'll be conspicuous if someone's trying to hide a camera. Now everyone's got their cameras out and they're right. recording all the time. So it's a little bit... Harder to understand exactly. Well, the rule I guess, was originally written it. not even because they thought the stealing signs was bad. The rule was originally written because other colleges couldn't afford to send a film crew. Right. So, like right. the advantage, but now that you can record it on your phone, there really is no advantage except for you're not allowed to do it, and other teams probably weren't doing it. Now, 
I think there's a lot of gray area there, but they seem to just can't get out of their way on this. So, well, and it does. I saw something this morning. I was trying to find it just now, but I couldn't. But I think it was USA Today, so you might have seen it. But basically, saying like you know, Michigan had this kind of uh, high and mighty approach of. Hey, who the hell do you think you are? We're going to fight this, and we're going to win, and we're, right. we've got our lawyers, and, and Harbaugh... He said know, he wanted to stay in court, and he was supposed to go to court today. My guess is he didn't know, or else he wouldn't have come out like that. My guess is he didn't know, and then he's getting ready to go to court. They hire lawyers, and then either the NCAA or the Big Ten is like, yo, just so you know, we got this, too. Okay, that makes we've sense, We've got your actually. coach. I didn't, they didn't say anything Telling about people not to do this. That he literally might not have known. Right. And then finds out, and so that's why and he I'm guessing so- they probably kept him insulated. Really, to be honest, I, I, I mean, I know it sounds like I'm an apologist, but I think probably Connor Stallions and whoever he knew probably were like, don't tell coach. Right. Right? I guess that makes sense. You know, yeah. with one, we don't want to get him in trouble. And Two, if I'm really good at my job and cheating a little bit, I don't want him to know I'm cheating a little bit. That'd yep. be ridiculous. Yep. So I'll just do it on my own. Yeah, I guess that does make sense. It's possible that he really didn't know anything about it, and that was part of why he had that confidence. Right. And felt like, that, you know, and it, and it was the school, too, maybe the school, because they're talking to Harbaugh, probably. Yeah, you know, what's going on? He's like, this it. is not a thing, right? And they, yeah. they believe him. They said, well, he's in charge. The buck stops with him. And then as and the they want to, they know the way, he's almost gone to the NFL two or three times, so yep. they want to support him. Yep. Because so, they don't want to lose him. He's, uh, this right. is not like, well, how's he doing? He's doing okay. And he's doing great. Right. So they don't want to lose him. So that does actually make sense. And the crazy thing about all this, too, is every time I read about it, these stories, when you hear about these lawyers and these court cases and all stuff, it sounds like major laws are being broken and the amount of money that they will spend to defend themselves and all that. But all of these things that they're accused of, it's just, it's all NCAA rules that's what they're yes. accused of breaking yes. there's no laws that they've been accused no, 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 of breaking no, 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 anywhere no. along the way no. right nothing that could be seen as no. illegal in no the eyes of the jail. law it's not like michigan state where he's sexually harassed somebody it's right it's actually if you really want to be i mean i guess kind of naive about it it's kind of nice that it's a scandal that includes football that's true that's on the that's, football field not, as opposed to kids getting shot on a bus or people yep sexually harassing the HR lady and, you know, rape allegations off the field and guns and everything that we see. This is actually... That's true. It's crazy to think that he's going to be the guy who goes down for this, and it's really sign-stealing. Like, it's not that big of a deal as compared to the other stuff that happens in sports, right? Yeah. But here we are. So now the crazy thing about this story is they say that... A booster was helping pay for this. Okay. So a booster was helping pay for tickets and everything else. The only thing they have on that booster is that they refer to him as Uncle T. And? Tom Brady. That's what people are speculating, or that's just what you're speculating? That's what I I mean, Uncle T. (laughs) So you think, (laughs) I mean, he is... Uncle T. A Michigander, right? So... Possible. I would think not. And I would like to say, you can call me an insider, not an insider. When this story broke a month ago, I retweeted that story and just did a a GIF of Tom Brady. Well, take that for what it's worth. May have been a bold prediction that turns out to... It could have been just a little bit of inside information for you.
Oh, okay. I see. I see how we're doing this. Mm-hmm. The Church of Laszlo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yo. Yo. I know that you've talked about the uh, money truck, the armored truck before. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that quick fantasy that you They're had. intrusive daydream. thoughts. Yeah, it's an intrusive thought. Let's not call it a fantasy. Let's call it an intrusive thought. You're at the gas station. Guy's putting the money in the Speaking ATM. Speaking of fantasies, did you fix your mom's stuff yesterday? The plumber's over there today. All right, good. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you, 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 you kind of sold me on it. You know, here's the deal. It's just him. I always see him in there. He's, he's in my 7-Eleven. He's on the ground already with his back to me. He's, he's got that bag full of cash. He's bag full of cash. He's putting it in the ATM machine, and his back is to me, and I'm filling up a coffee pot. Yeah. Man, I could hit him with that thing, grab that bag, and be out of there. If you had it planned out and you had your license plate covered and all that, because you're going to be on camera, but if you had it planned, maybe, maybe it's something that could be pulled off. I mean, I'm sure it could be pulled off, but maybe it's something that you could pull I off. I think I could do it. But there are those things that sometimes people sell you on, and you're like, mm, boy, that does sound kind of tempting. Now, I was never really uh, much of a thief. I didn't steal much. I know in high school, a lot of people go through that stealing phase. Seems like, at least at my school, it was girls that went through it much more so than guys. The girls at our school got in trouble a lot for stealing clothes. Maybe there's just more pressure on girls to have nice things. I don't exactly know, but it seemed like it was 99% of the time the stories were girls getting in trouble. And I know, like, uh, my girlfriend has got in trouble when she was that age for stealing stuff. But I never really went through. I think you guys have said you never really went through a stealing phase either, right? You weren't no. um, kleptos at no, all. Not really. uh, because the risk always felt too high for the reward. For whatever I was going like, to steal. Okay, so I get this Bone Thug CD at Kmart, right? But if I get in trouble, I feel like it could be a felony. I'm not exactly sure. I think the cops get involved, which I certainly don't need. They could ban me from the store or something. My parents are going to find out. I mean, I broke out, a lot oh, of laws. That one just didn't seem like I needed anything that bad. Exactly. Nothing from Walmart or Kmart or whatever. And I was never was kind of, you know, around anything that, you know, was worth it. Right. At a young age. Right. I, mean, I it, stole a car once when I was older, but that's a That's a bigger story. deal. And, right. right. You've moved story. on to a whole other level now. <laughs> right. I had roommates in college, and they 
grew up together, and they they stole all the time. And one time well, I was like with shoplifting them. a T-shirt or something. Like I had T-shirts. Yeah, these guys would just grab everything. They were totally casual about it. They walk into the store, they grab food, they just eat it while they're walking around stealing stuff. They brought box cutters with them so they could cut plastic cases open of electronics, or whatever. No, and I may do that even go. today. I may, you know. If I'm sure. thirsty, grab a thing of milk sure. and drink it while I'm going through. Right. And sometimes I, I throw in the car, sometimes I don't. Yeah. But I figure that's the cost of me walking through exactly. here. Exactly. That's okay. just a little bit of what it costs to, to make to keep me happy and keep me yeah. going back. And I feel like I spend enough yeah. at certain places, you know, that I don't feel I know if I feel guilty about it or not. I actually saw there's like a thing that they just did this week where people were saying, here are the things that everyone's kind of agreed it's it's quote unquote okay to steal. It's not a big deal. But uh, and then, you know, there's quite a few of them. That's one of the things that I saw people say. But I like, figured the, the drink, store, the diet coke, or whatever. That's no different than the lady having a couple of grapes to see exactly. which ones are good. Exactly. Nobody yells at her. So right. But this woman in uh, the South. I mean, I, I would say Mississippi, but I guess she's actually been caught doing this in a few states. She's out now, according to the newest story, the latest one I can find from USA Today. But they said in the story, they it's not clear to them what all she's still got pending. She might have multiple cases. They think she might. They're not clear whether or not the judge knew about her record when uh, he sentenced her to this current one. But her thing is wedding crashing, right? Wedding crashing, which I, I've heard of. Wedding crashing. I don't mean going in to sleep that. with a bridesmaid or a groomsman or whatever. But I have heard stories of someone going into a wedding and taking cash. You know, maybe it's... Uh, oh, I've heard of that, for sure. Yeah, they like know stealing a couple of the envelopes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I've heard of that. And so I have heard of that. Now, I've, I guess I've not really heard of someone, if I have, I've forgotten, but someone who, this is their thing. This is what they do. They crash weddings, and they do it like it's their for career. money. Like, yeah, like, this is my thing. I go from state to state. I'm a... You can't really be professional. I guess you can because you're getting paid, right? right? But, it's, but it's your thing. this is your thing. Your thing is that you crash weddings. But as I'm reading through her charges and the stuff that she's been... I guess, convicted of and also accused of. I think this is one that you might be able to sell me on, depending on my circumstances. You know, I, I would, I need to be hard up. Like, you know, you're short on rent or whatever it is. And then I think you might be able to convince me because all you got to do is put on a suit, right? You go in there. If it's a big enough wedding, no right. one, no one is surprised when they don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. No, of course. Because even the bride, the, groom, family, right. Right, the bride and groom just think, well, it's probably someone from her family, and she thinks it's someone from his family. Yeah. Yeah. No one knows. That's why it's a thing. So it feels like a very kind of safe, you know, if, if that's the right word. It, it's, it's low risk because I just feel like if you had the confidence, you could get away with it. Now, depending on how much you steal, uh, they may search for you a little harder. You could obviously steal so little that they don't even know it's gone. If you're at a wedding where they, they've got envelopes of cash that they're giving to the bride. You would go do that. I'm saying if I were in the right circumstances, you might be able to talk me into it. If I was really broke, you know, you see these people who are like, my kid needed, you know, uh, we were going to get kicked out. My kid and I were going to be homeless or whatever. And you think, okay, well, what would you do in that circumstance? I still don't think I would probably want to hurt anyone or risk prison because well, no. that's my kid. So what good is, right. is this if I'm in prison? But you might be able to convince me of something like this. Going into a wedding and... Taking cash, stealing stuff. She would not only take these envelopes of cash, but she's also accused of just going through people's purses. People get up to dance, right. and she just goes through their stuff and starts taking I stuff. I was able to identify this woman. It seems to be an ongoing thing, maybe an addiction or something that um, she just feels like that nobody will ever catch on to. I, I you know, you hear that from people, too, that it's an addiction, kleptomaniac. Mm-hmm. Well, once you get away with it, right? It's anything else, like a jolt of dopamine, I'm sure. Yeah, like, oh, my it's a gosh. Rush. It's a rush. Yeah, $700, and I bet you I can get more. There's weddings at this place every night. Exactly. You're, t- you're taking I just wear the same dress and show up, right? And once you get good at it, 
like I, but you get greedy. Ocean. That's the thing. You start going through people's purses, then they well, notice that's someone sloppy, sees right? it. Right? Exactly. That's sloppy. Yep, that's sloppy. If you were actually good at this, if this were Ocean's Eleven weddings, then you'd be looking. Okay, what? You'd Whenever you're doing a crime, you got to keep in. Like I always try to keep in mind the mob. Mm-hmm. Like just why don't they do? Why don't they sell drugs? Because it's sloppy. Yep. Right. You know, and I know some of them do, but that's how they get caught, right? Yeah. So that's my thing. If you're going to the weddings, you're trying to steal like a couple envelopes every night. You could probably do it. Yeah. You know, and you're making probably, you know, depending. Some nights a lot. I'm guessing sometimes you get a big check. Mm -hmm. And then other nights, you know, you're only making, you know, four or five hundred bucks, right? Right. But you grab three or four of them and you put them in your pocket and you dance and hang out and drink for free and... There, there's a good you know, chance that it's not on camera. Now, some of them might be, but there's, you know, everything else that you do just about, if you're telling me to commit a crime, it's almost always, well, I'm going to be on camera, so I'm going to have to cover myself. Yeah, in, I mean, a, in a reception hall, they might see you walking into the building or out, but are, there's a chance there's not cameras watching you dance. And you, I mean, if there is a videographer the there, it, which there isn't a right, lot of those, you yeah. see where his camera exactly, stays, so you can avoid exactly. him. And if they even yeah, notice the stuff is missing, by the right. time they notice it, I don't think they're going to have to go back notice. and look at it. I don't think they do. Unless you happen to hit a jackpot and yes. you didn't get grandma's card. Right. But if you start, if you become like a pro wedding crasher, I would think that you learn about different cultures' weddings, right? I mean, this is the melting pot. So you got people from all over the world that live in the United States. So you start figuring about di- different cultures. What weddings are most likely to have cash on hand or most likely to have, you know, because maybe some places uh, you, you go there and it's actually checks, like they wrote out checks to the bride. I don't think anyone does that anymore. Yeah, I think you know what I mean? Something, something, something that hangs up. It's, it's valuable, but it's not easy to get out of there. You figure out who's most likely to hand cash to the bride because i know some people do there's like the dollar dance that i've seen multiple times yeah but you're times. not going to get any of that and then there are but there are still some people that do the cash in an envelope and if you no, just those throw envelopes over, go in they just throw them in that's where you go get them yeah, i think you're good you, at any wedding if you go over to the gift section where all those gifts are and just start grabbing those envelopes yeah just grab two or three you, envelopes you're, you're pretty you're going to get some money like if you go over and bring a gift bring an empty box uh-huh. Yeah, go set it down. Or like something in it that's horrifying. Wrap it up so it's got a little bit of weight to it. Yeah, now you're really having fun. You sit it down, put it down on there, grab a couple envelopes, look at some of the gifts, smile. You're picking stuff up, kind of looking at it. Oh, oh, that's great. Oh, Debbie's here? Oh, Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that to me... Seems like uh, of all the hey, but then you start you getting greedy, going through people's purses and stuff. That's when you get caught. That's desperation. Yeah, you can't do that. Or just like you said, maybe she's chasing some sort of high because it's a risk. But the wedding thing seems like, and someone could tell me if there's a more seductive crime out there. Tell me, Twitch.tv/slash Church of Lazo. I mean, Lazo selling me on the Brinks truck thing. Obviously, a little more involved, higher risk. Yeah, but there's but higher it's rewards a bigger, one time. Bigger reward, so that's the that's the the, the deal there. If well, you can make that, it, you can make this wedding thing a job. I think you could, and I same think you dress could do it every night and get away with it. And I gotta think there's gotta be there's people. a wedding going on all the time. Yes, and if this woman's been doing this for a while, they said she's like in her late fifties. I saw some surveillance footage of her at the police station. If she's been doing this for a while and she's this sloppy, I'll bet there are people who do this who don't get caught because I just think it would be hard to get. Not hard to get, but it would be easy to not get caught if you do it right. You know, uh, Steve on our Twitch said, I'd be probably satisfied just getting a few drinks from the bar. There's that. Some people. I think that said, you know, my dad paid for an open bar at my wedding, right? Man, a lot of dads do it. I think that's the kind of the thing, like the Mm -hmm. bride's parents pay for the wedding and the dad pays for the rehearsal dinner and the the booze. In the booze, right? I I don't know why that's the rule, but it is. That's what I think, too. 
Uh, so my dad paid for the booze and the rehearsal dinner, and it was an open bar, whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. If so, if you if you would have walked in and you, you you didn't know my dad, and somebody was like, "Yeah, nobody knows that guy," my dad, and you would have said, "Hey, I don't know any of these people. I'm just here for a few drinks." My dad would not have cared. No, he'd have been like, "All right, man." I don't even think you get go in, ahead in trouble. No, and I don't think he, I can't imagine. I just knowing my dad and my friends' dads and your dad, yeah, and people who did pay for the booze. I just don't think anybody would be like upset about it. like. Now, if twenty people showed up, they'd be like, "What are you doing?" Of but if course. it was like you and. Another guy getting free drink, nobody cares. No. So if you want food and booze, I yeah. think you can do that almost without even upsetting anyone. Right. Like, I think you can do it like, in the And open. I think most people are like, that's funny. Yeah. Hey, hey, we just saw there was a Steve. wedding going on. We had look nothing at going Steve. On. He showed up. Yeah. Have a drink on us, Steve. It's a big party. I don't think anybody would care. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me at all. And actually, one of the victims of this woman, this serial wedding crasher, she's, uh, you know, she's a bride to be. She had stuff stolen from her. She's a bride, I guess, now. She uh, thinks that they said she's like in her early 20s, but she's very upset. Because she said that, you know, the court's not taking any of this stuff seriously. Every time she gets in trouble, it's like a $600 fine or whatever. And she, you know, she's like, this woman came in. She ruined my day, my big day. It's like, well, she ruined it? I mean, you know, she stole some money. I get it. But that, that ruined your entire wedding day? There are way worse things get, that can happen at a wedding. Hell, including just like you getting too drunk or whatever. I mean, there's right. so many things that are common that happen that I would think would be worse than someone stealing a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, plus, at the time of a wedding, and you know this, man, there's money being borrowed and thrown around. Exactly. It's such a racket, it's man. Non-stop. I had to pay for our honeymoon, and by the time, because, you know, her parents only had so much money. Yeah. And it, stuff just keeps racking up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you're paying as you go, you know, and you're like, well, I don't want to ask your parents for more. You know what I mean? Right. And by the way, her parents were great. They paid for a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was a big deal. Like, you know, and they don't come from a lot of money. Right. You know? But you don't and want them to suffer. And my dad had said, um, my dad paid for my sister's, two of my sister's weddings. And I said, you know, he had told me straight up, I'm not paying. And, I, and he's like, it's not because I don't want to give him any money. It's rude. Yeah. It's rude to, for me to go to her parents and say, hey, if you guys need an extra 10 grand, I got it. Yeah. He's like, that's, we are going to be happy whether it's at, you know, in London yeah. or it's at the Elks Lodge. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter to us, and we're going to take care of the booze. We're never going to insult them by offering money because, you know, her dad's a proud man. Yeah. And, you know, we'll do it wherever it is, and that's great. So, but by that time, you know, I'm like, man, I need money, bro. Honeymoon. My dad's, you know, doing the reception and the booze and, you know, her. And I'm like, man. So I remember her brother put my honeymoon on his credit card. Wow. And then the night of the wedding, I took the money out of the gifts and paid him the money for the flight. So you were able to do it then. Yeah. So I was like, yo. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, so he wouldn't take it. I left it in his bedroom. I put it under his computer and said, thanks. So it wasn't that much. It was two flights. But I was like, man, I don't know if I can get this done. He's like, I got you, bro. It's it's tough. It's tough, man, at that time. It's crazy. You you think you got it all figured out. And then inevitably the day of, and the thing is too, and this might be sexist or whatever, but as the groom, your concern is, she, I want her to have a good day. Yeah. I want to make sure she's not stressed. And I don't want her, I her to be stressed. I mean, she wouldn't have cared, but I, I'm like, I, you know, I'm tapped. Right. She's tapped. Right. We're done. And I need six. I got the hotel and everything, but I need to book these goddamn flights. Yeah. And he was, you know, we were out buying suits or something. He's like, I got you, man. Yeah. Because in that moment, well, remember my. Actually, I don't think I took it from the wedding stuff, though, because if you remember, you were at my wedding. 
I stopped at the casino with my best man. I remember you guys went to the yeah, casino. Yeah, and I won like five grand. Oh, okay. Well, on my was... way over there, and I paid him with that. And then my buddy was like, we don't have to go. <laughs> of course. So we, we got married right down from the Greek town yeah. casino, and he's like, yo, you just won five grand, man. Retire. We can just go to Vegas. Like, we yeah. don't have to do this. And I'm like, man. Marty here. Yeah, I'm already here. <laughs> that feels by that time. I mean, look, it takes guts. And the crazy thing is we got to the wedding and their brother was there and I was like, yo, man, here you go. And he's like, no, 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 it's good. And I was like, I got it. He wouldn't take it even though I told him. I was like, man, I just won at the casino. Yeah. And then he was like, you don't have to stay. He's <laughs> saying the exact same <laughs> thing. Everyone warned me. I just window right not over listen. Here. Yeah. The Church of Laszlo. All right. We're going to do the news. Let's do it. We're going to do scroll here in just a couple minutes. I was looking at, because we were talking about wedding crashing and crimes that seem easy to get away with, and I saw, I was trying to find, you know, like list of uh, crimes that sound the most seductive. Like, I could do that, but it's hard to find. Mm-hmm. But I did see a lot of things about felonies and what felonies people are most likely to commit in their lifetime, the most common ones. Some of them, they say there's felonies that you could commit accidentally uh, somewhat easily, but the ones that are literally just the most common, which, I mean, it sort of makes sense, but I'll just go 10 back here. Weapons crimes, I don't think I have to worry about that. Vandalism is one that can easily happen to anyone because, especially boys, I think, as teenagers, there's a good chance that friends ask you to go vandalize something and you think, well, this is just harmless fun. I mean, it's breaking some Christmas lights. There's always a chance that someone decides they're going to press charges and then you get that felony on your record. Uh, Robbery is number eight. I'm surprised that that's more common than vandalism. I would have thought vandalism would have been higher than that. I think robbery can be like something you think is just dumb. They said you can accidentally be... I don't think you can accidentally do it, but I think you can accidentally, not accidentally, purposely trying to handle the parked cars. Exactly. You know, and grabbing stuff out of it, and then it's like, yo, like that's a bigger deal than you thought. Right. You're like, what? It's that? What? I just grabbed... You know, some stuff out of the car. Like, no, it's a big deal, man. Yeah. You're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. You're like, ah. And you wouldn't have done it if you thought of that. Yeah, you had a couple beers. Like, I don't have any money. I know how it is. You're at a concert in downtown Detroit. You don't have money to get home. Start trying some parked cars. Gra- some I know. I, I, I'm not seat. saying it's good. No. I'm just saying I know how it happens. And all of a sudden, you know, if I would have got arrested, all of a sudden, you know, you got a felony and breaking into people's cars and your dad's like, Jesus Christ, we raised an idiot. And it's all like, it's also a gateway crime. But it's also you like, get away yeah. with it. It's like the bling ring. All those kids just started off opening up doors. It's also like one of those cars. things where you're like, I didn't. I just needed twenty bucks mm-hmm. to go grab a burger and get my ass home. Yep. You know. So then, you know, next thing you know, I get that. Mm-hmm. But that is true, man. That's an easy way to get caught. Shoplifting. They say shoplifting. Ninety nine percent of the time, I read this story years ago, and I've said it on the air before. It was in a New York Times article I read, like in my twenties. And it's just one of those things that I've kept in my brain because I found it so fascinating is that most shoplifting and shoplifters, people who are caught shoplifting, started during Christmas time. And not Mm. because they needed the stuff for free or didn't have the money. It was because they're standing in line with some crap and they're like, I can't wait in this line anymore. And they had done this interview of people who had become kleptomaniacs. And, like, it was a large percentage of them who were like, well, once I did it mm-hmm. at Christmas time, because I didn't want to wait in the line anymore, I was like, oh, I can go back and do more of this at Christmas time. So it's I like went this, back like two or three checkout. times. Yeah. Christmas was bigger than ever. Then I'm like, I can do this in January. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have anything to do with the lines. And 
to me, that there you go. Now you're a felon too. And I wonder how many people now start off with the self checkout because they just it didn't ring up or whatever, and like, well, that was I didn't get any troll for that. Just like you say, I don't like to steal still. from the self checkout. I'm not if if I ring that thing up three times and it doesn't ring up, mm-hmm. I'm going to put it in my cart. Right, and you can suck it. Like right. I will. I try. If you got a if you got a tape, then you'll see that I rang the goddamn thing up three times. I thought it went through. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm not just going to... I think that happens to a lot of people. I'm just not going to put frustrated. something in the bag. And I'm also like, you, I, then, then open a open it. Because now I will say, I never go to the self-checkout. If you have a choice? If I have a choice. I don't. Because I don't want to just mess with it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And I don't do it very often. But I have done it like, boom, boom, boom. Jesus Christ, man. If it's on tape, then whatever. Come get me. Because... I would love to go to court and plead my case about how I tried to scan this goddamn thing four times. But I do think a lot of people start like that. Like, they start angry like me. Yeah. And like, oh, I don't really have to try to scan it yeah. and put it in. Right? Once you get away with it, then it's like you said, next time. My thing is I don't really also have a lot much of a chance because maybe it would be worse for me if I really put my mind to it is because I, I use Instacart so much. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, that lady could be scamming it and charging me True. for it, but I don't know. True. I think about that because I don't know. I, I don't do a good job always of checking every single mm-hmm. item on a checklist. And they send you the receipt, but right. I don't ever look right. at it. And stuff can change because they could have been out of stock or whatever. Right. Uh, violent crimes is six, which I was like, how is that more common? But that's because if you get into a fight with someone, if I throw a punch, then you know yeah. I could be charged with a felony. So that's how that becomes so common. The fifth most common is supplying alcohol to minors. Yeah, that's fair. I guess. I just would have thought that, again, maybe taking a swing at someone was more common than giving well, it to no, kids. Probably, but I guess no, if you're 21 put, and you're... Yeah, put it that way. Say you're a college kid mm-hmm. or you're 21, 22, and there's a bunch of 18, 19, 20-year-olds at your party. You're all pretty close, man. I just remember... You know, if everybody's really graduated scared. from high school mm-hmm. and there's just booze in a house, you're in trouble. And I remember guys getting in trouble for that. Like, well, I don't know who's here. Right. Like, well, I'll tell you who is here. It's this 19-year-old guy, and he's got ID, and now you just supply, and you're like... Remember asking strangers? There's 100 people here. I didn't ask them all for their ID, and I'm not even sure why I would be responsible for that. That seems ridiculous I don't get to that me. either. It's not your house. Yeah. No, if it is my house. I'm saying they do it to people sometimes when it's not. They'll say, well, you supplied the alcohol. You're the only right. one here old enough. And it's like, oh, then now we're going to go down this road? You're going to have to right. try and prove that. But I even think it's at my house. Like, hey, there's alcohol in my house all the time. Mm-hmm. If someone underage drinks it, that's their fault. Right. Like, why am I in trouble? It's not illegal for me to have alcohol in my house. And if some a-hole, I didn't check his ID, if he tells me he's 21, well, I'm not a bouncer. It's a house. I'm it's not because they don't do that with guns. Someone pulls right, a gun out. Exactly. Like, well, it's so weird with it. alcohol. Yeah. Whenever people used to get busted for that, you know, when you're in your early 20s, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. How did I know that dude's only 20? Right. I'm we all to go graduated the same year. Yeah. And now you're like, hey, Steve's only 20. Sheila's 19. I'm like, how the hell do I know? I never actually saw anyone get in trouble for that. They'd break up parties with people underage. But the times that I... I, I saw him arrest guy's house, you know, when, when I came back. We would go back from the Navy or whatever. And I saw him arrest a couple of guys, like, you know, supplying booze to minors. They and would the take guys the like, minors out and they'd give them minors in possession. That yeah. was real common. But I don't think I knew anyone that actually got in trouble for supplying. But I know that you couldn't find someone at the store to buy. If you were like, hey, sir, you know, I'll give you 50 bucks if you buy me $10 worth I will of booze. Say, we People said no. It, we tried it over and over and over, and the answer is almost always no. Then eventually you find someone who will, and you, you kind of learn who to look for. You know? I used to go to a grocery store when I was underage, and then even when I was over 21, because they couldn't sell after two. Mm-hmm. And I knew this grocery store, they always had one dude in there, and he worked the overnight stock. 
and I would just leave him. It, from the time I was 16 to 23, i leave him a 50 on the register yeah. and just walk out. And yeah. when I walked in, he would go into the back stock room. Yeah, we had a guy that did like, the gas station. And be like, put stuff away. I'd walk by, put 50 on the register, and then it was easy for him to be like, yep. I don't know. Yep, and there's no one else in there when we would go in. Right, we, and i just stand by the yeah. register for a minute. Yeah. Because I figured if it was on tape, it would help him. But like yeah, I didn't I don't see him in there. As long as he doesn't report it, I don't think right. they're checking. I don't think so either. But I thought if it was on if it was on video, then mm-hmm. I, he could be like, "Well, I don't know. I was in back there, and this guy was stood by the register, and he just took the beer. I and he left the him. money. He put cash there. Right. And then I figured if I, they found out who I was, I could be like, I didn't know I couldn't buy the beer. I just you're right. Yeah. I put I paid for it. Yeah. Uh, mis- or sorry, uh, disorderly conduct. Now these are supposed to be the most common felonies. And number four is disorderly conduct. They say. Most disorderly conducts result in misdemeanor charges, but there are cases where disorderly conduct can be escalated to a felony. An example of a felony form of disorderly conduct is falsely reporting a fire. That's one of those things like, mm. you know, it's like 911 hang up or whatever. And suddenly is that even pulling a fire realize, I don't know. I never I had know. the balls to do it. It says the, the laws are different in each state, but uh, that's just an example of something that would, you think would not be a felony, and it turns out it is. Aggravated assault. So, you know, that's I don't fighting tell, again. That's that's a, that's fighting again. And that is a felony. Then arson is number two, which it's crazy to me that that's so common, that arson is above those other things. It's the second most common. But kids like to light stuff on fire. But do they get charged with felonies as yeah. kids? I mean, I guess I know there's pyros out there, but are there a lot of people? I wonder what I think it's stuff that down. gets out of it gets out control. Of yeah. And you get in you trouble. know, there's plastic. You had a bonfire and there's plastic on some building and you light that on fire. And all of a sudden it's out of control. It says the threshold is not burning someone's house down, which is what most people think. The threshold for arson is a piece of personal property yeah. worth a minimum of one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. So if you burn something worth more than that and someone says, yo, then that's arson. Yeah. And then, of course, the most common thing, felony. You guys can guess. <clears throat> Rape. Nope. I just thought it was so prevalent. DUI? Like, uh, sort of. Date rape? Drug abuse. Uh, yeah, getting charged with drugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah makes sense. I thought it would have been some crime against women, man. We're I horrible don't know what people. It is on here, but, you know, I guess it's good that it wasn't in the top. No, oh, you're right. You it's not in a- Number 12 is domestic violence. Okay, there you go. So, yeah. Well. I figured it'd be, yeah. But hey, it's not, not good. Number two. Guys, do better. Yeah. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Whoopies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, doom scroll. Yo. TikTok. You don't stop. Some people love it. Some people hate it. These calls for TikTok to be uh, banned have been renewed this week because of Osama bin Laden's letter to America. Mm. And I saw the Guardian just, took that down. Yeah, they they took it down. They Wait, said, what "Have you not seen people talking about Osama bin Laden's letter to America?" No. Okay, so this has been going on for a few days now. There's, I mean, I'm seeing them. So I've seen quite a few, and so you don't have to search for them. I'm just finding them. Okay, what is it? It's people saying that they read Osama bin Laden's letter to America, which he wrote in 2002, shortly after the uh-huh. uh, attacks. And explained, you know, his reasons for attacking America and his grievances with the United States. And so now you've got these you know, mostly young people, not all, but mostly young people on TikTok saying, you know, wow, I read this letter. It totally changed my perspective now. You know, he was right. Like, whoa, okay. wow. whoa. Yeah. That's yeah. Absurd. Yeah. And so now The Guardian, they had originally I saw posted saying, like, that was, the you know, full transcript. Young kids on TikTok signing with Osama bin Laden was not on my bingo card. But <laughs> no, here we it are. was not. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you'd asked me like a year ago. Could it be? 
Right. Uh, you know, at this point with TikTok and everything else and just the sides that people have taken, what does it mean to be right or it's left? It's one thing to understand else? his grievances, but to agree with him about the attacks, like, come on. So, well, the other thing, too, is like, have you guys never well, he read a manifesto? I mean, if you remember when it happened, the Denver, Colorado yeah, there was professor, the professor was like, mm-hmm. he agreed with him. And he got, you know, hey, you're out, you're so, here, you know, he compared him to what? German, whatever. I don't remember. I just remember him saying that he had his you know, basically, yeah, you're, it was our you, own fault. Something like that. Yeah, but you're paying taxes. You you are going along with the program that goes along to bombing people. It's not the, these kids aren't the first ones to say that. Yeah, sure. So And that guy, like they took they made they, they fired him, I think, and he sued over I being think, fired yeah. and then won. I don't remember if he got yeah. his job back or got money or both. I I can't remember, but it was a big deal at the time. And there were a couple others too. That was the biggest one, I think, was the one in Colorado. That's the one everyone thinks of. But so Osama bin Laden's letter to America, 2002. The Guardian had printed it in its entirety. They've they've taken it down now from their website, saying that it's been shared um, in little pieces. You know, p- people are just taking the parts that they want. Okay. It's out of context, okay. and they just don't think it needs to be up there anymore. I've seen people saying, "Well, that's Orwellian. They shouldn't be taking down sure. Osama bin Laden's letter to America." When these, I guess, domestic terrorists write manifestos, mass shooters, the Unabomber, things like that. Yeah. I mean, most people don't take the time to read them. But if you read those things, that was my thoughts. A like, lot of times, there are things, and they're like, "Well, I mean, yeah, because well, I understand that." Because right? Zinsky's manifesto was like, "Right, oh, okay. I mean, that's I, the one I that comes to mind." But there, you know, if you most people again, you're probably not reading the whole thing. Yeah, but I'm guessing wild. a lot of times you could find stuff in there where you go, "Well, of course, you're making a point." But uh, you know, also just Hitler Osama's good roads, right? Osama's uh, history with the United States, and well, then the Bin Laden's history with the United States, and how things changed mm-hmm. after our relationship with. Iraq changed. And, and, you know, it, it is you're taking a piece of this letter to America out of context. And then you're, you've got a young person and the young person is saying, well, wow, this changes my perspective completely. I think that young person just isn't grown up yet. No. When they get older no. and they're able to think a little more thoughtfully Uninformed. and realize that they need to understand nuance. Everything mm-hmm. doesn't have to be black and white. Right. Uh, things need context. Then you'll have far fewer of those same people saying they still Stand by Osama bin Laden's yeah, decisions or whatever. The video's viral this morning. I need you to stop what you're doing and go read A Letter to America. Referencing Osama bin Laden's so-called <laughs> Letter to America, written by the late terrorist leader about a year after the 9-11 attacks. And now, the propaganda getting new attention on social media in the wake of the Israel-Hamas war. Bin Laden, in the decades-old letter criticizing U.S. support for Israel and its policies on Palestinian territories and citing anti-Semitic and homophobic tropes. The way this letter is going viral right now is giving me the greatest sense of relief. The Guardian, which published the letter in 2002, now removing it, criticizing how it's been widely shared without the full context. New research shows searches for bin Laden up 400 percent on YouTube and on X, formerly Twitter, references to him up 4000 percent since Tuesday. 4000 percent. Yeah, the last couple of days, there's been a lot of bin Laden stuff okay. on social media. And, I mean, Snoke on that, that clip, that kid saying, or person saying, I need you to stop what you're doing. Yeah. There's a lot yeah, of that. I'm good. I'm There's good. people sitting there, you know, they put the, voice, the TikTok voiceover and they've got the text up there. You know, uh-huh. me realizing that everything I thought I knew was true is not after reading Osama's letter to America. And the other thing about this letter to There's America. There's something so dystopian about that TikTok voice. Like, read Osama bin Laden's letter. I know. It's so, it's right. so, it's so off-putting. It's so I don't like it at all. And I, they've added a, uh, more than one now, right? Because I hear more than one voice I just always now, hear that one girl. But even the other ones that I've heard, and maybe it's somebody making their own, it still sounds dystopian it's wrong. It's, it's weird. Yes, it yeah. never fits. The, the tone is never accurate. It, or what it should be. It feels like end times. 
but I saw a journalist saying that they didn't even know about Osama's letter to America until this year. That when it came out, it really wasn't. It. it wasn't discussed. You remember it? I remember it. No, I mean I remember I him I saying these were my. Remember I remember him. the videos and him talking about his grievances. Right. But they were saying there were people in in who've been journalists for years that never even knew this thing existed because the media didn't talk about it at the time. I guess the Guardian, you know, was the only one posted it. I don't know if, if they were the I'm only ones. I'm we talked about it here. It. Me and you, I, man, I feel I like we know. do. I don't know. I well, remember I, him writing a letter. I just yeah. remember the videos, like you. I remember yeah. all the videos. Yeah, I remember the videos, and I remember hearing what, I do remember know, the different videos, statements yeah. from him, and they mm-hmm. would post statements from him about, you know, he said, but I think most of that was taken from those videos. Mm-hmm. These are the current grievances, whatever. But I don't, I've never, I don't think. If so I, if what I knew about the letter, are they agreeing with? You know, that all does kind of blend together. But man, I remember a letter from Osama bin Laden. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I you know, you could give me a time machine and show me. Reading it, and I wouldn't be surprised. Right. I just I don't think that I necessarily remember. I assume that every person like him has some sort of manifesto, letter to America, whatever. And I do know that they they did talk about his grievances at the time. I probably just thought though that they came from those videos. But yeah, Snow Cone. It's about you know the the United States sticking their nose where it doesn't belong, okay. uh, siding with Israel blindly. I know the Israel all this thing was mm-hmm. big. Uh, so it, it's well, it's what you'd expect. It's, okay. it's it's that stuff. Okay. And then it is interesting to go back then and look a little bit more at the history of the Bin Laden family. Don't you feel like you kind of jumped the shark a little bit when you are agreeing with Osama bin Laden? You would hope so, but <laughs> don't you kind of stop when, yourself and be like, wait a minute? You're jumping the shark when you agree with him and don't realize right you, how crazy it is that you've just agreed with him yeah. to make your point. Yeah. Like, uh, somehow and again, condone, I, under- I understand a, uh, understanding his grievances. But, but you can agree with, with is, you can agree with yeah. some of the things that he says. Yeah, in. like, course. like the Kaczynski letter. Like, a lot of it makes a ton of sense, right? You know but I mean? it doesn't but justify. I don't think that he should be mailing out bombs to people. Yeah, yeah. Well, but in his letter, he says civilians deserve to die because you are the people who are paying taxes. You're part of the war mm-hmm. machine. You Got are it. the ones who pay for the bombs. The bombs are the ones that kill the Palestinian people. Yeah, the choice. Palestinian people. Uh, well, he's basically saying if you want to stay, the same thing we say to other countries, just hear me out, and I'm not saying I agree with him, uh, but hear me out. He was basically saying the same thing we say to other countries. Hey, stand up against an oppressive regime. Well, what people say Don't, to Palestine. Yeah, you know what? Hey, they're doing people. something wrong. Mm-hmm. You should stand up. You're not. You're just going to work and making that money. And then going ahead and giving your government money to go ahead and bomb the Palestinian people. That's on you. That was his argument. Yeah, okay. which, and I'm not saying you can agree with it or not agree with it, but that was the argument which has been made time and time again by every country in every war. Just trying to raise yeah. my kid, or man. for any reason, <laughs> right? I know. Just trying to raise my kid. Good luck, but with for that. every, but for every reason to not get in a war, that's also been used against countries. Yeah, they use it again. You know, that's a that's a criticism of Palestinians. Currently, is like, well, quit voting for Hamas. Hamas sent their soldiers right. over there. Why don't you stand up to these people? Israel has said if you wanted to stop it, you could stand up to them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, you, I mean, it really, what we're saying and Israel's saying is no different than what he was saying. Stand up to them. But I think the thing here is it's not just about whether or not the guy had some points that you could agree with right. or sympathize Understanding with. Understanding the grievances. It's the people on social media who are now, and I'm not saying this is all of them, but some of these videos that I've seen clips of of people basically saying, well, we deserved 9-11. That is like, that is ridiculous. You, you know, you're the same people who are saying that no one, I think, deserves 
to be killed right. for the actions of others that right. they weren't directly responsible right. for, right? right? So even if it's your government, even if they've won a, a vote, whatever the case may be, right. if you didn't order those things, you don't want those people being killed. That's the argument that I've been hearing that's, over and over and over again. Yeah. So it's weird that you would, mm. you know, now plenty of them are just saying, I'm sure, wow, isn't it crazy that Osama bin Laden made some, th- some points that I agree with? And that in and of itself is just... That sounds like that's a young person. They just don't understand. Of course, new, they just don't understand bad people nuance. say. Of course, bad people say things. They, that just, you they don't get nuanced. It's not uncommon at all. Right. Um, the yoga instructor who killed the cyclist. Laz, I know you were looking for the Dateline episode about no. that a couple weeks ago, right? And you couldn't no. find it because they take it. Let me just say, and then we can move on. I'm not sure I agree with both you guys, but we can move on. Uh, well, you can't just say that and then move on. Come on. All no, I said no. was, if you think it's if you think it's justified, 9/11 is justified. It, but I, I don't think 9/11. That's I don't think I'm any civilians dying is justified, That's but we I'm have saying. certainly justified it in our name. Of course. Full stop. For, of course. Right, for Hitler, for of Vietnam, course. for... Yeah. We have said, civilians, you know what? That is just a casualty of what your government does. And it's not right. And when it do- I know it's not right, but when it's done to us, we are appalled. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying sure. we shouldn't be appalled. All I'm saying is... That argument does work both ways. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. I right. That's it. I, well, I know, just the way you guys are saying it was like, to say 9-11 is just, well, we certainly justify a lot of stuff in World I mean, War One. We certainly justify a lot of stuff in World War II. Just take we Vietnam. certainly justify Cambodia and Vietnam. At least we if you go back and look at history, Afghanistan in World War II, and, yeah. and you know, right. not far back, if, you go, if you look right. at the bombings of, of right. Hamburg and Germany or these different things, there was a lot of thought that went into, hey, should we or well, should we not about Hiroshima? How many people are we? Exactly. I mean, it's not, that wasn't like a... A lot of people but, who died for the aggressions of the government. Absolutely, but I don't think, and I wasn't there, but I don't see pictures of people actively celebrating the deaths of those people. Maybe you could be celebrating that you won, but it's yeah, like, these people died. Your wife died. We didn't care about them. We had a ticker tape parade when people came home. Winning the war, I understand, but I'm saying this idea that you would say, your family died, it's supposed to be a casualty of war. It's not supposed to be a good thing. We include that in it, and what we included in it was a war and a ticker tape parade, and we still have pictures up where G.I.s kissing beautiful ladies on the streets of New York City we throw money at them. I mean, yes. come on. Yes. I, but I don't want to get into it, but that, you know, I, I didn't feel comfortable leaving it at that. Leaving what at that, though? We weren't ever arguing any of <laughs> well, this. Well, it was just like you said, that you thought the people were crazy for saying that 9 That it was justified. Was, right. That's but crazy. But I'm just saying, do you justify... You, they're the same people who are saying you shouldn't be attacking Palestine at all, or Gaza at all I right agree, now. but you... But, so then why, but, but then you, you're going to say September 11th was our own fault? It's justified? Right, no, I'm not. That's I'm just saying that saying. we justify stuff all of the course, time. Of course. Of course. Everybody and so, right. to me, it's not so crazy to say that he justified stuff. Of course he did. Of course, right. I'm not. And the argument is the same. The argument is exactly the same. Right. And I'm not arguing that. Okay. That's all I'm saying. If you are saying, you know, well, 9-11 was our own fault and you know what? We had it coming. That to me is a little different than saying Osama bin Laden made some points about the United States sticking its nose where it doesn't belong that I might agree with. Very different. And especially when you are the same people who are saying, after what Hamas wait, did wait, to Israel, again? you shouldn't be going into Gaza and killing anybody. Well, you that's obviously hypocritical. The same people. Because, right. right. Well, I don't know if they're the same people. I have no idea. Well, I'm just saying. Like a lot of them, at least. Everybody uses that argument to their advantage. And then when we kill innocent civilians, we use that argument to our advantage. And we say either of course. either you should have stayed, stood up to your government or you didn't stand up to your government. And this is just a casualty of war. And we've been doing it in war from the beginning of time. Of course. That's separate, I think, than this Osama thing. But anyway, all right, we'll take a break. 
We'll do the lighter side of doom scroll. I know Israel, Gaza, follow ups, I think we'll, we'll find lighter things. It's Friday after all, Come right? On. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Doom scroll. Well, there's. Uh, a big F1 race in Las Vegas this weekend. It's the first time in like 40 years since they've uh, been there, and things have uh, not been going too well. I think you probably heard our coworker out there in the hallway as we were mm-hmm. walking back saying all the news has been bad. It has been mostly bad. I guess when they announced this race, it was supposed to be their big flagship. This is going to be the one. This is going to be our big, expensive, glitzy, rich people rubbing elbows race. We're going to make this bigger than Monaco. Okay. We're going to charge a fortune. Tickets will sell out. Hotels you know, they believed it. They're charging yeah. astronomical rates for the rooms. But then as the date gets closer and closer, the tickets still aren't sold out. And F1 is saying, like, well, we'll sell them, we'll sell them, but they still weren't sold out. And then there was all kinds of issues like, well, there's a time difference. Well, yeah, there's a time difference. There's a time difference. This is a normal thing for international sports like mm-hmm. racing. Mm-hmm. But they had to do it on a different day because people in the UK don't want to be getting up in the morning and then have to watch the races. They're on their way to work, but they want it to be at night because it's in Vegas. See, if it was in Austin or something, you just do it early in the afternoon, okay. be in the afternoon here at nighttime there. So everyone's just been complaining. And then to top it all off, and I think this is what uh, you overheard uh, Bob talking about out there, was uh, Ferrari driver Carlos Sainz is out there on the track. They'd, all the drivers have been complaining about how horrible the track is. It's no good. They were, you know, wrong about uh, what the temperatures were going to be in Vegas. I guess they thought it was going to be 100 degrees in November. I'm not really sure. But he had a manhole cover. Yeah, it was I in the track. That. And it really, um, it just was like the, the kind of final thing. It just felt like it's just, it's, it's, it's a bad weekend so far for this race. Wow. Stop the car engine off is the, is the command on the dashboard. But. That car was going to stop itself either way. That seemed like a fairly catastrophic failure. So, of course, the team's furious, and people are just kind of laughing. But the really crazy thing about all this, when I think of someone buying events or tickets to an event, like sporting event or music or whatever, you buy it, you say, here's what it is, face value, and then you sell it on the secondary market, you make a bunch of money. Sure. It's not supposed to work the other way around. I saw tickets that the face value was something like $1,600. Okay. That's what people, people paid for them, selling them on the secondary market for three. Hundred dollars. So people bought bad. these tickets. Obviously, they bought a, must have bought a bunch of them, thinking we're going to make a bunch of money. Good. They it's couldn't good. sell them, and then they just had to keep lowering good. their prices and lowering. Them. And so, as of this morning, the cheapest ones that I saw, for, you know, the biggest difference at least were the three hundred dollar ones. Pretty crazy. But I know you guys will still watch it. It's not like we were planning on going or anything. Maybe next year we'll let them iron out all the wrinkles, and then we can figure it out. But you never go for the first year. It's like you never buy a car the first year they make it. You know, you got to give them a chance. To iron out those wrinkles, Snow Cone, you were asking about um, oh, what's the guy's name in? Imagine um, that man, Idaho. An F one race didn't sell as many tickets in the United States as they thought it would sell in Europe. Brian well, Goldberger. that's the thing. Like it's a success in Austin, and it, and I don't think people are worried about Florida. It's this Vegas race that has just been the whole thing seems to be. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they did decide they were going to charge so much more. This was going to be. The thing that brought out all the rich people, and it will be the place to be seen. Which those things already kind like of are. You see a lot of celebrities for, for yeah, and racing. like at those races already. Tom Cruise and yeah. different Brad Pitt, yeah, they're, they're in the yeah. garage and stuff. They're yeah. already there. But this was supposed to be you know, this as far as like selling the tickets in the rooms. It'll just be the extravagant one. This will be the pinnacle race, and it just has not gone that way so far at all. Also, I don't know if you don't know what the weather is like in Vegas. Like you didn't even take the time to Google 
What is it like in at the end of November? Is it the same as it is in July? You know, things like that. Or talk to someone even. Then I got to think that maybe there's a lot of other things that you didn't look into. And there's, there's going to be other problems that you're going to have to fix. It doesn't help also that people who watch F1, I think, will agree. This hasn't been the most exciting season. So it's late in the year. It's mid-October. The driver's champion was decided a long time ago. It's just you know kind of one of those things. But if you lived in the area and you thought, man, that is something that I w- might be interested in going to, but not $1,600, well, then this would be cool because now the hotels have dropped their rates. The tickets have right. come down on the secondary market. So that could be cool. But you know, if you were planning to go and you're all excited and spend a bunch of money, I'd be pissed. I was like, dude, it's going to be the ultimate event, the Lazo. I know it's 1000 right. bucks a ticket, but this is going to be the one. And then you see people today selling for a couple hundred bucks. Uh, Puff Daddy. Yeah. Puff Daddy. I haven't heard that name in a while, but I mean, I know he's still around. I feel like every now and then you might see him in a commercial or something. He's had quite an accusation uh, lodged against him from someone named Cassie. I'm not familiar with this singer, Snowcone. You're the. What is it? Cassie? Don't know. Do you the know story's her? crazy, no. man. She's accused him of quite a few things, but then what his camp is saying to counter this, of course, they're saying that it's not true at all. And they're also saying that she's been trying to basically. That's blackmail, right? Is it. Sounds like blackmail. Yeah, that she's been trying to blackmail them for a long time, threatening, if you don't pay me money, then I'm going to go write this book and say all these things about you. That's what his team is saying. The lawsuit filed by Cassandra Ventura, known by her stage name Cassie, met Combs when she was 19 years old. She was later signed to Combs' record label, and the pair had been romantically involved. Ventura alleges that Combs not only raped her, but over the course of a decade, physically abused her, as well as, quote, lured her into a drug-fueled lifestyle. Now, Combs's lawyer said in a statement in part that his client vehemently denies the allegations, calling them baseless and outrageous, and that Ventura has been demanding $30 million, threatening to write a book about their relationship. It's interesting because post-Me Too world, I think everybody now has a little slightly different way of, right. of, of, of looking at this stuff because whatever it was pre-Me Too, during Me Too, it became... It's time to stop being silent about this stuff. It's time to speak out against these people, and it's time to start believing women. That was kind of the, the, sure. the theme of it all. And then we started to learn, geez, even with something like this, there's, there's nuance that we wouldn't have expected, like with the Matt Lauer store or whoever right. it was. Pick the person. And then you start to think, well, you know, it is also possible that especially when you're dealing with people that have a lot of money, that someone could be trying to get money. And so suddenly it's like, well – what does that mean, believe it? Is it like defund the cops? Does it, is it not exactly what it sounds like? Is it more we should start with believing them and then we can start asking the questions? My thing is, if you're talking about Puff Daddy, I'm not saying I don't believe this woman. I'm just saying that Puff Daddy's camp saying she's been telling us you got to give us this money or give me this money or I'm going to write a book. That doesn't sound crazy to me. That sounds like a believable thing that could have absolutely happened. Now, her lawyer says that he offered her eight figures. To silence her, and Eight she said no. Figures. Damn. So, so I mean, there's got to be some sort of uh, yeah. I'm paper not even trail. saying. I'm, not, I'm just saying there's got to yeah. be a, that proves one of them right. An right. Email or something. Right. Exactly. There's got to be you an email, text some messages. sort of conversation, something that would allude to whoever's telling the truth here. I guess I'm asking: Are we now supposed to lean without knowing all the facts? Yet, do we lean towards believing her? lean towards leaving him or do we try and stay in the middle until we get more information in my mind looking back i think what believe women what some people might have say at least say now it meant mm-hmm. was to lean towards believing the accuser mm-hmm. until right. 
But then I just there was so much stuff that happened. There were so many stories but that we still kind have of due process. Right, we have yeah. due process just as far as the media goes, or yeah, I guess sure. the public and how the media handles this. The media says, "Here's what she's accused him of." It is a big story today. Uh-huh. So you know, what does the public think? Does the public now think Puff Daddy probably did that, or does the public think, "Well, wait, see this too"? I feel like now there's more of a, "Huh, I wonder if he did that." Well, wait and see this, right. see this out. You I mean, know, as opposed to sure. 2018, I, and I, exactly. And I yeah. don't think that that. I think in the past it was like, "Well, I probably did it." I mean, I don't think that you're going to risk all this and come out there and go public with these types of accusations when you know how tough it can be for accusers. It's just not likely. But then we saw, well, maybe it is. I don't know. And I'll probably get in trouble for even asking these questions. I I think that's fair. I don't know. But uh, in Florida. I think that is fair. I think. Right? Yeah, I think there should be such a thing called due process. Yeah. I think we should stop all that. Like all of the. Public stuff? Yes. Yeah, why is it public? Keep both names secret. I know. Why is it public? Until there's a verdict. Like, keep, why do we do this? Right? Like, it seems like that would be an easy thing to do for both people. It would be great for women to be able to, like, hey, this isn't going to go to the media. You take it to court, remain anonymous. No one's going to know. And it would be great for the guys, too, right? Like, Mm -hmm. hey, I want to go to court. I want to have my day in court. And we'll figure it out in court. Why not just why it seems like everything has to be played out on X. Right, exactly. You know, and I'm yep. not exactly sure have to why that size. is. But doesn't it feel Public like it's record. a little less so now? That's all I'm saying is that now you see a story like this about Puff Daddy. Well, certainly it feels, less than after me too. Sure. Right. Right. Um yeah, I, it, it's bizarre. We do it for minors. You know, you protect yeah. the identity of minors. I know in a lot of states, and a lot though, of times the rape victim will be known as Jane Doe. Yeah, that's right. true for, for rape yeah. victims. Now, she's the and accuser, but, but so she's the one saying that she was assaulted, and right. she's also the accuser. I think what Lazo's saying is also protect Puff Daddy's name, because if, yeah, protect yeah, yeah. Them if yeah. court decides, if due process decides that he is innocent or at least not guilty, then... Then should his name be associated with this, right? It's this big, huge story. I don't know. know. Yeah, it seems hard to pull off. Oh, it it might be difficult, but if you can do it for other people, if you can do it for... You'd have to change some things, and states would probably have to change some of what they make public and what's not public. I I think they could do it. I think they could absolutely do it. And if if they find out that you leaked it to the media, then you're in in trouble. trouble. Yeah. You know, that's another charge. Like, when it comes to sexual crimes, then we are going to keep these names... Private, because the media knows a lot of times who these minors mm-hmm. are. Sure, they know the and, names, but, they just, but they're they like, "Hey, if you print them, then you, then you know you're in trouble too." Yep. Did you guys see this uh, story about the Japanese steakhouse in Florida, where people said their food was laced with methamphetamine? No, but it's, where is it? It's such are you going to go? Such a bizarre week? story. So, well, I guess I possibly could because they're saying that they've reopened this place. At least last I checked, they said that they'd reopened. They were doing this investigation, but the details here—they're like I need more information. These people said that they started feeling sick, their hearts were racing, things like that. You know, like they were on speed. So they thought that maybe their food had been laced with something. So then they get their food tested, and they're saying that they're saying that their food tested positive for traces of methamphetamine now i don't know as to like why would the why would they do this they don't even imply was this an accident like were people back there getting high and they dropped meth in the food are you saying that people purposely wanted to get you high with meth because i'm with lazo no one wants to give away their drugs it's just not it's not a thing unless you're trying to make new customers you don't give drugs away for free but they filed this civil suit now so maybe we'll get more information but when i looked this morning they said the restaurant was open again 
several days for me to get a full night's sleep, even then I have nightmares. We all tested positive for methamphetamines. Heart rate spiked. I remember seeing the heart rate monitor hit nearly 200. I was horrified of what that meant. I also saw that Nico's posted a Facebook update about how they were compliant with the police. The owners probably aren't the ones that have to do with it. You know, it's probably not their fault. So the, it's them, it's like this husband, wife, and their family, and another family. I don't remember how many people total. It, it's like four or five people total. They're sitting at a hibachi-type okay. table. At least that's the okay. way that I understood it. How that happened then? And exactly. So I assume that then they're pulling out the food, and who's taking that food home to get it tested? You would have to start feeling those effects, I guess, right then and there. I assume you had leftovers, and, say, and you start feeling it when you get home. And yeah. You yeah. take hibachi right. stuff I guess home maybe then? they do take hibachi home. Do they? Yeah. I was thinking I they did. Yeah. I take to-go boxes. You okay, yeah. I you know what you're right because I've seen people grab the to go boxes. To go box. yeah, you're right. Time. For that actually answers a lot of my questions because when I saw the story, it, I was like, it's weird to think. Well, wait, so they took food, food and like, yeah, they they asked for something to put it in, but I guess you do get to go boxes. Uh, not, I mean, not that everybody does, but you could get a to go box. That's not crazy. Yeah, I usually do. Okay, they give you a ton of food. Uh, okay, now you know what that makes more sense. So if they started feeling sick, then they've already got it on them. That's not as suspicious to me. So they've got the food and they say, hey, we want to get this tested. So yeah, they did and. Uh, they got it tested. They claimed that the test came back as positive for these traces of meth. Then there was an investigation. They closed the steakhouse like a week later while I looked into it. But, um, I, you know, now we've got this civil suit, so I guess we'll figure out what actually happened. Right? But I'm trying to think of a hibachi cook. Like, what? Did he have something in his pocket? In You're wearing the whole Well, they bring the food out. Apron? Right. You've got they it out there and it's raw. It gets there. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. He doesn't cut a chicken up. They bring up chicken, You're steak, right. rice, yeah. vegetables. It could be in so there. So it's and already he puts mixed it on in. The grill. Okay. Right. It had to be an accident, right? I don't know. I, I would, if it happened, if, there were, if, if these tests are true and there was meth in this food and these people got high on meth, then I got to think it was an accident. But I suppose someone could want to play a prank and put meth in people's food. Yeah, or they um, have a vendetta against the restaurant. Yeah, that's true. Okay, maybe you're, pissed off you're a owners. pissed off employee. Yeah, and you. But that seems like a weird way to get that's back a weird at people. Way, yeah. Because now you got to hope that they feel it and then hope that they. I mean, if, if, it would be easier. Well, I don't know about it. It seems like you'd be doing something to make them sick. Exactly. Not high. Try and make them throw that's what, up. That's my right. Or total, like mushrooms or something. And you, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. really get why like giving because them an the upper. Meth thing, I don't know that I would notice. I mean, I might be like, I feel pretty good tonight. <laughs> right. Right? And someone's like, me too. I actually feel good too. Just catching shrimp that in your mouth. just what I need. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know that I'd be like, we should get this food tested and see if meth in it. Yeah. And if they were, because they said they couldn't sleep. Well, that's me basically every night. I haven't slept like the last three nights right, in a row. Right. So that that wouldn't be that unusual, but I suppose if you're not a, you know, drug addict, that maybe you might pick up on something like meth that's been put in your food. And it seems like these people did, so maybe they've got a a, a case. I I really don't know. Uh, are we out of time already? Yes. Is that all right? We're out of time already. It's the Church of Laszlo. Are we on vacation yet? Yep. Getting pretty we damn are? close. Pretty damn close. We are right now. Nope. We're getting close. Getting close. Real close. When's the last time you flew on an airplane? Before COVID? Right? 2021. Or did you? No, no you I flew did to Houston. It. That's right, because it, that, that was like Astros last, last summer. Oh, you, you flew last summer. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I went okay. to Houston uh, for our baseball trip. Okay, I didn't know that you. I guess that makes sense that you flew there. I was thinking maybe you hadn't flown at all because we talked about what a pain in the ass it is. I remember it was a huge you pain flying. In the ass, but Houston was just a little too far to drive. Yeah. I understand. That's why I'm flying this week. I mean, you talked me into it, honestly. I mean, inadvertently, but just you pointing out, like, dude, every year, four days of driving. Right, you're staying for, for five-day break, right? It makes no sense. What are you doing? 
So, and I found, you know, flights that were actually cheap because that's the other thing. It's usually really expensive, but I found flights like a couple hundred dollars, which is kind of crazy. But just the stress of, here's the thing, if you drive... You know, I guess like the the day before your trip, something like that. You're like, we gotta start getting it ready. Make sure we yeah. got everything in the car, and you're gonna be on the road for two days each way. So that's a, that's a lot of traveling. But for whatever reason, it's only really like that day before flying. It's like a week and a half before oh, I'm like, so we, we gotta get ready for this. And I said something to Brooke. So we fly on Monday. Today is Friday. I said something to her on Monday or Tuesday about the flight, and she's like, "Don't talk to me about it." Which is exactly what I used to do. I used to say, don't talk to me about flying. I, I know it's going to be like, it's months away. I don't want to talk about it. Right. You're going to ruin my day. I just I don't want to think about it. When it's, It should be easier because you're just going to have someone, a stranger, come pick you up from your house, drive you to an airport, drop you off with your bag, you hand it over to someone, you get on. It should be Maybe easy, yeah. right? But it's just don't pack all anything. you can think about. It's all you can think about is, God, we got to be there so early. It was the only time. We should just spend the night at the airport. It'll like, be what easy are if you don't pack do? anything. Well, we have to pay to check bags anyway, so we only checked one of them because we figured between two of us we can uh, fit everything in a bag, you know, for a week. So I'll have uh, my backpack. I, can I always think it's easier if you just don't pack anything. Just get there, buy some shorts and t-shirts. Yeah, that's and that's what basically I can get away with. She yeah. wants stuff, so that's fine. So, so take the one suitcase. Yeah, I don't think girls have that option. Yeah, but uh, well, she, what's she going to wear when she's there? It's Florida. I, I mean, know. I get it if you're going to D.C. or something, but she's going to wear I know a bathing suit, shorts, and a it's, tank top, well, right? She's got to have her hair straightener yeah. and her makeup. All that stuff you can her... buy, and it's a place where you guys live. That feels like so a just, lot of yeah. stuff, though. No, just keep it there. That's You're going to go hey, back there every year. I, I do it at my parents' I house can't. in Florida. I'm like, I just have a closet there with stuff. Now I never have to go. The boys always had stuff. We're, yeah, actually, staying at, we're actually staying at an Airbnb. Um, I thought you had a place down there. Well, they do, but there's so many people that I was like, "That's too many people." I don't. No. It's like, oh well, we're well, going to give you a big room. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but I just remembered yeah. actually, as we were saying, it's like I'm staying in an Airbnb. I kind of forget about that. Yeah, I don't blame you not wanting to stay there with all the family. I just don't know. It was like every time it was like, "So who's coming?" Well, it's just be you guys, and then it's like, "Oh, I think so and so's coming." Oh, well, now I think this was, an, and then oh, well, Chris is coming. Wait, what? And eventually, I'm like, how? Which house are we staying at? Right? Because right? this is, is there a new place? It's the, the same place, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, like no, no, but you'll have this room, and it's like, I, first of all, it's one thing. Am I going to get the room? But also, you feel kind of guilty. Like, you're going to take the mom's room sure. or the dad or whatever because it's, it's their house and it's their favorite holiday, you know? And you're like, I have to have this room. It's like, just, just, just split the people up. So that's what we did. So it, that part will be fine. And I mean, it would have been fine either way. I'm not worried about that. It's just the goddamn flying. I just, I don't like it. And then once you even make the flight and, you, and you're sitting in I'm the flight, and it's the claustrophobia miserable. of just waiting. the bags and packing and, and like you're just making it as much. Man, there is something. When yelling. we went to Houston the last time, I was like, well, just grab stuff there, man. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah, we grab, you know, we all put a little bit of stuff in a backpack. There's something really rewarding about pulling up there, not having anything. I usually don't. I mean, right. I have my carry on. And you just walk through, yeah. But you had phones, you throw like two or three pairs of shorts and mm-hmm. t-shirts, and then you're like, all right, when we get there, stop it, you know, CVS. Yeah. I'll pick up some of the stuff I need. Yeah, that part doesn't stress me as much as it stresses me. Oh, man, I hate I, packing, I and if I don't have all the stuff, and then just throw getting the, the stuff really and checking it, and, and whether it's going to come, and oh. For me, it's and then the if, if, if I get it on the plane, people are all crowded, and you're trying to jam it in the overhead compartment. Putting it I through never the goddamn, that. you know, 
belt and them looking at like all oh, that if i could just walk in with my id and be like here you go oh i wish i could do that but i gotta have my minimum so i gotta have my headphones and like you said socks so i gotta have a bag but i always take a backpack so i can put it under the seat i never want to have to fight for overhead yeah, no. bins if you got a bag every airline lets you put it under the seat if it's one of those carry-ons we're gonna you check one now right but we're gonna check one yeah. yeah for her stuff but that, again that doesn't stress me out i was bad checking stuff. stuff waiting in line uh for me it's 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 the claustrophobia is the main thing just sitting on that damn thing but then I guess the biggest thing is uh, leading up as you get closer and closer, it's getting there on time. And then it's like, how much time do you give yourself? And then you think, well, what if, what if, worst case scenario, Uber says, well, we're a lot of drivers right now. I don't know why, but there's nobody driving. It's taking yeah. forever. We'll so then you it. have to get it right. But then you say, okay, they don't show up. I'm just saying worst case scenarios, you start doing all this. Maybe I should give myself an extra 30 minutes just in case this thing happens. And you just lay there at night thinking about it. Have I thought all this through? Are we going to be able to get there on time? That's my biggest thing is getting there. On time because if once you miss that first flight, well, you're yeah, totally you booked screwed. one at five thirty in the you're morning, totally which was the only option. A nightmare. It's a nightmare, and it was the only option. Trust me, I said I don't know. Then that was the biggest thing. The only time we can fly out is at five thirty in the morning. Would you rather drive? And I'm serious. Like yeah, that is no, a thought. Because like, it's a pain in the ass. I might you may not rather make drive it. for four days than yeah. take this three hour flight if it means getting there at five thirty in the morning yeah. because I'm well three thirty right. Well, right, i got to be on the flight at 5.30. i got to yeah. be there at midnight or whatever the hell it is to right. actually catch the flight. So, yeah. Well, good luck to you. Yeah, well, thanks. You guys are uh, going home, though, right? Yeah, I'm driving to Michigan. Well, I mean, you're home. I don't know if they, they probably don't think of it as home. No, but, but then, you know, go see their family. Do you there. still think of it as home? Not it's really. It's where you grew up? Uh, not really, because I think if my mom still lived in the house that I grew up in, I probably would, okay, but she doesn't, and they moved several times. Yeah. Over the course of me leaving home. And plus, I left when I was 17. So, no, I don't really consider it home. But do I, don't, you I don't really see, have a home. Do you see people when you go there that you grew up with? Like, will you talk to old friends? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. something. I think that's, you know. Yeah. And that's Thanksgiving, Sometimes. it feels like. Thanksgiving is... Sometimes. Like, last year, I told them we went out and got pretty hammered. Like, 10 of us. Mm-hmm. And this year, I'm like, I don't know if I'll... T-. You know, sometimes I like to just go in and not tell anybody. Oh, okay. Not and just even fly make, out. Uh, yeah, like, like, you know... Because some of that, that's a lot, too. Post pictures on so, Absolutely. No, that it's can, like, that, I, that's I'm a huge good. part of it. Right. Now you got those people expecting you. You made plans that sounded like a good idea before you got there. Yeah, so I haven't told anybody yet that I am. Yeah. Well, have fun. Snow Cone, where are you going? Do you have family or friends? Oh, Snow Cone can't hear me. I'm sh- sure he has big plans. Probably sure, going sure, somewhere sure. exotic. Hey! Bahamas. Where are you going for Thanksgiving? What? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. Forget it. I wasn't listening. Good show, whoever. You're going, you're done? I'm done. Right, I'm done too. Stay positive. Kids. Catch a flight. The Church of Laszlo. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.